This is a previously recorded LinkedIn live stream recorded on March 23rd with Jordan Paris. Jordan Paris is a 22-year-old author, podcast host, and entrepreneur featured in Forbes, Men's Health, Yahoo Finance, Market Watch, and NASDAQ. Jordan is the founder and creative director of Trend Up Media, a one-stop podcast agency that produces profitable podcasts to help businesses grow in both profit and influence. Link to the live stream replay on YouTube is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the podcast. All right, Jordan, we're live on LinkedIn and YouTube. What's going on, man? What's going on? What's up? All right. In on a Monday. And uh, Jordan, where are, you, where are you coming from? Start out. Fort Myers, Florida. Fort so, Myers, Florida. Yeah. Good place. <laughs> What's what's uh, weather right right now? Ninety degrees, humid. Uh, yeah. You said ninety. Yeah, yeah, it's been getting there lately. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think Kentucky. So we were like seventy one day, and then the next day thirty. That's that's the Ohio River that's Valley, <laughs> for sure. So, hey guys in chat, hey Justin, what's up? What's up, man? We'll do a couple shout outs. You guys know the drill. And then we'll get rolling here. So we are on LinkedIn Live. Uh, we are on YouTube. Welcome in to the Level Up Experience. Uh, today I've got Jordan Paris, uh, 22-year-old author, podcast host, entrepreneur, featured in Forbes, Men's Health, Yahoo Finance, Market Watch, and NASDAQ. Deep breath. Uh, I'm going to let Jordan tell a, bit, a little bit about himself. It takes about a minute. And then uh, give a couple shout-outs, and we'll go from there. Well, I have a podcast. It's called... Growth Mindset University. I interview my heroes. I could name drop all day. I don't really feel like doing that right now. I'm kind of sick of doing that. Um, uh, I I have fun, help people, and make money. And what I do aligns with all of that. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for jumping in, guys. So, uh, Justin, hope you're doing well, man. And <laughs> Justin Colvin, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, well, hey, I, I, a couple of different things uh, I wanted to touch base on with you. Um, and we'll talk about. I really, I definitely don't. I don't want to start with the coronavirus and stuff like that, and like financial markets. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, I would like to start initially the conversation around content creation. Uh, obviously, with the success you've had uh, with the podcast and kind of walking people through the process of, of podcasting and what that even means and what that looks like. Um, obviously, what we do. Uh, I always I love having conversations because I think content creation is a huge part uh, of esports and gaming. About whether we're gaming or another, it really is about being able to tell a story. So I guess walk through the process. I was thinking about your, I was kind of looking at you know uh, what you've done, what you've done in the past, uh, the content you've made. When did when did you kind of align yourself with? being a content creator, how did that start? Was it like a one-off event or was it like a process? Um, yeah, it was like, uh, it's probably August, 2018. And I just, I don't know what got me on checking out LinkedIn a little bit more. I've, I really have no clue, but I think that's when I started spending a little bit more time on there and 
came across some some people like uh got on got on the the telephone with three individuals and just had conversations with them about LinkedIn. I don't know. I don't really know how, how we started the conversation, how we met, but we did. And, uh, and I just started paying attention to people's content and like, you know, what's working, what's not. And I, and then after two months in October, I just, I started creating content myself for the first time. And, uh, you know, instead of, getting one like on, you know, an automatic something like ifttc.com, it would automatically post when something new was on my website. It'd be like, latest ideas from Growth Mindset University, enjoy. And it would be like one like, and Claudia, this girl Claudia would like it every time. And <laughs> shout out. And uh, then, you know, I start, you know, I just start posting like original content, you know, whatever, like whatever. I mean, it was mainly like written posts. Uh, and, you know, I get like five likes. Uh, 10 and 15 and 40 and 80, uh, you know, by like, you know, I'd say, uh, February of 2019, like I start, you know, start hitting that. And then for, it was just up from there where like, you know, I'm, I can get tens of thousands of, of views every day. And, and I, and I did, you know, I would there, you know, six month period, you know, the usual six month period for me, it'll be about 1.9 million views of, of you know in terms of just linkedin content and uh yeah so it's been it's been a it's been a good good journey right so you said 2018 yeah yeah okay um i and obviously it's been the the organic reach and the ability to connect with with people here on linkedin since 2018 has been really incredible um and i think video when did video jump on linkedin so 2018 i can't tell you okay. that okay yeah I know yeah. it was there when I was when I yeah. was there. That's all I know. I knew I knew people were talking about it as a new feature at that point. Right. So I think it was right around that time. Um, well, I appreciate you sharing that because it is making content. Obviously, is a process. Uh, it's like anything else. I think it's that um, it's not something's not going to happen overnight. Whether it's personal branding or business branding or just reputation, really is a better word for that. Um, you're going to have to build relationships through time, through right. effort, and networking. So I appreciate I appreciate you sharing that. And the reason I want to bring this up is, so I work with uh, startups in the esports gaming space, and there's especially in the tech sector. So there's amazing tech that is that's being. I mean, obviously, I mean, there's always companies innovating, um, looking to the future, like what gaps exist, um, especially in how the culture has literally changed within the last month. I mean, it really is. We'll talk a bit more about that uh, a little bit later. Um, but where tech can fill the void um, at, at this point with like human connection and, and um, connecting with people um, and just communicating with people at this point. Right. So the, what companies have to realize, I think, is you are your content. I mean, obviously now it more than ever, but your content that you have out there is who you are. Uh, your tech can be phenomenal, but the issue is if no one knows your tech exists, then you can't connect with people. Mm -hmm. What do you, I mean, I know you've been through that process. Um, what do what you, what are your thoughts on that? Build it and they won't come. Like it's just too, you know, just about every space nowadays online, you know, if it's, if it's podcasts, which you know, I, I work in obviously a lot, uh, you know, if you start a podcast, like 
nobody's, I, I guarantee you, nobody's going to listen. <laughs> like, um, and so, so you're going to have to really get creative and, you know, your marketing message and where you're putting your marketing messages, uh, to be able to over time gain listeners. If you start a podcast with zero built in audience, which 99.9% .9 of people starting podcasts, they are starting with no built in audience. Um, that's how I started. Like, you know, most of us are just don't have two New York times bestselling books under our belts. Like Tim Ferriss did when he started his podcast. Like it's just, <laughs> they're, they're very the different. Equity. Very different yeah. The built in yeah. equity. He had right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So real quick, Bryce actually jumped in and chat. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, Bryce says, this is perfect for me to hop in on starting to create my own content today for esports athletes to pr promote health and wellness. Nice. Hopefully I, hopefully I can learn a lot from you two right now before you start filming. Yeah. Bryce. I mean, I, just like kind of Jordan saying, you you have to get started and not and, and I think be okay with three people listening, <laughs> right? Uh, and and just building on that momentum and starting that moment. Now, if you were to start today, Jordan, if you would start today, I mean, do you do a podcast? Do you do uh, LinkedIn copy? Do you do videos on Twitter? Like, or do you do a combination of things? Like, what would you do? And I know twenty twenty is different from twenty eighteen, but well, what, why would I do only a podcast? And what, like, like I, you know, the, you, you can't like just do that. You have to do the, you know, the LinkedIn copy. You have to, if, if you're, if you're, if we're starting a podcast from nothing. So yeah, it'd be like a combination of everything. Gotcha. Like, and I would talk about this before we jumped on. So when we do these LinkedIn lives, it's not just a LinkedIn live. Uh, it's obviously on, right. it's on YouTube and things like that, but right. not, not just concurrently, mm -hmm. but this can be ripped into one minute videos. This can be ripped into a podcast. You rip the MP3 off StreamYard and make it a podcast. And what you yeah, see. Yeah. And I think that's a, I think that's a good idea too. Like, you know, just hosting your, your podcast live on LinkedIn, delivering it right to their ears instead of have instead of having them go to like Apple or, or Spotify, you know, which is like an extra step and requires a higher level of commitment. Like this is just a much easier form of consumption for a lot of people that are maybe hesitating and like, ah, you know, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I feel like going to Apple podcast to listen to this. Right. Good way to get people in the door. I think. <clears throat> and on average, like something like this, if it's, let's say it's 45 minutes to an hour, if you put those, you, you cut that up into, you know, one piece can end up be in five to 10 pieces across other platforms, but, you know, potentially more. Obviously, like you said, I think you said it perfect is that, you know, you got to be on multiple platforms. Like, what is it hurting you to take this a similar piece of content across another piece of content? Yeah, yeah. Now, if it's like, with that said, if it's like original content that, that you're creating, I mean, yeah, I think like, I mean, you can post the same video on LinkedIn that, that you do on Facebook. Um, but you can't, what you can't do is like what I was doing in the past and what so many people do, they use like these automated publishing services and they're just posting the exact same thing on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, like automatically Facebook and, and Twitter. Like my biggest pet peeve, man, is just like Twitter people with like a, a good following on Twitter and like, maybe they're, maybe they're like famous and, and they just post Instagram links because they have like the auto publish when they post on Instagram to like go to Twitter and, and it, you know how it, sh it just shows up like, really poorly and i'm just like wow you're really squandering you know your great twitter here um you know twitter you know even 
even if you don't know what else to like put on, I mean, it should just be original content. Like I just use it as, and I'm, I am no Twitter master, but like, you know, for the small number of followers that I do have on there, I think my engagement is like pretty good. <laughs> and it's cause like, I, it's just, it's just like original thoughts. Like, you know, what, what I'm thinking and, and, and feeling. And that's, and that's, and that's me. Uh, you know, there's, there's great, great case studies of like, you know, how to, how to grow on Twitter really fast as yesterday, Joey Molinero, um, he's, he's now with Barstool Sports, but he's just been doing, uh, you know, these impressions of essentially people in sports, people in the football world, um, for like the past, I don't know, seven months. And I scrolled all the way back, man. to like early 2019 and, and he was nothing, not really getting, you know, many, many views or, or, or likes or engagement or anything. He was just a normal person. But now he's like, he just, he's gone viral so many times cause he's hilarious. Uh, he has this content that's just so unique to Twitter, uh, that, you know, he's got hundreds of thousands of followers and, and, uh, and a blue check mark, if that matters, but, <laughs> yeah. but he's made like, it's, it's just screamingly funny content. That's just perfect for, for Twitter. Um, would it work on LinkedIn? I don't think so. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, you look at um, each platform as a different environment. I think you said it good. Um, and you have to, it's contextual to each platform. And like you said, like there's those services where you can auto post, you know, across six platforms. But if it's the same thing, it's going to come up because the links are janky. It looks weird. No, it's, it's yeah, people can tell. Mm-hmm. And, and people are going to, people are going to see that you don't really care. And, they're going to respond in kind. Exactly. In the, in the form of no engagement. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so the reason I'm bringing this up because it's like, well, Hey, I have a business. Why does this matter? You, you know, you guys, sounds like you guys are talking about, you know, personal, like, you know, the, the person, but when in fact it does matter, it matters tremendously. People can, here's the thing. Um, I'm not saying, I'm not saying this at all. I'm not saying you can't have a relationship with a business and, and have, branding through a business. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm, what I'm saying is you can connect. I think, especially if you're starting from scratch, because I think Bryce, Bryce mentioned that uh, Bryce, uh, in chat that he's doing streaming right now. If you're starting from scratch, I think it's a better launch pad when it's you, yourself and not a shield in front of you. You're a human being, not a, not a, not a, again, a shield. I kind of see it like as a shield or something like in between you and somebody else. So especially we're talking about Bryce talking about starting fresh, brand new. It's going to be you, your thoughts and who you are versus, well, what do I think people want me to say or how to say it? And then, well, I want to post one thing here and then this service is going to post it nine other places. Mm-hmm. Those things aren't, that's just not going to add up to uh, engagement. And, and, no, and, and, and ultimately, you know, a relationship with someone on the other side. Exactly. Yeah. You see so many famous people on LinkedIn just with awful, uh, you know, they have, they might have a lot of followers, but just awful engagement. And, you know, and I could, I could like name names, but they just, you know, they, rightfully so they focus on like, you know, the other platforms because they're doing well on there. But so they just have, LinkedIn on autopilot and, uh, and the results are not pretty. Yeah. So Ryan, I was asking, yeah, what's, so what's your best advice on how to engage with your audience? If you want to take that one. 
I mean, it's a good question. I, I mean, I pose a question. Like, I try to be a conversation starter in, in not all of my posts, but like a lot of my posts. Um, I used to do it way more back in the day. Like, I would just, I, I had this like formula where I would start and end with like the same question and have a discussion that way. And, and man, like, I would have, I would have paragraph, five paragraph essays would be turned into me like every single day, swear to God, <laughs> like multiple. I swear I was like a teacher, man, grading <laughs> papers at, at, at one point. And, and, uh, and, and then, yeah, like part of it's me being young and, and, and appreciating like the attention for the first time in my life. But like, I respond to every, pretty much every comment. Um, you know, if it's disparaging, uh, a lot of times I won't respond. Like, just don't really, I don't need to feed into that. I don't really care. Yeah, being like a soundboard. Yeah. Basically versus, and again, every <clears throat> asking questions, uh, trying to get information, you know, people to share their information. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if, if someone has a, feels a relationship or a connection with you, then they're more apt to share their thoughts. Oh yeah, dude. I, okay. So what I've done on LinkedIn just over the past, I don't know what it's been like over a year and a half. Um, I think that the, and somebody said this a while ago too, but one of the things that I've done best is make a lot of people who have never met me feel like we're really, really good friends. Gotcha. And then, I mean, it starts with like aligning potentially in the same sector or industry, potentially, right? A lot of times it starts like that, but then you really, then you can actually get on a Zoom call or, I mean, that that's that's really, I mean, where you can really dive deep with people, obviously, is actually having a one-on-one -on -one conversation or a group chat somewhere yeah. uh, on Discord or wherever. Uh, but, they, but you have to put yourself out there. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing versus here's my, here's this, I'm going to throw it at somebody, you know, here's, here's the, the product or something like that. So it's just important. I just, it's, it's any industry, but I, and I can only talk about kind of what the industry I'm in or whatnot, but it's even with, um, esports gaming, it's, it's the same with it. It's the same there. Um, and what's, what's also interesting with esports and gaming is there's so much, there's so much content available. I think that there's more content in esports and gaming than any other industry, in my opinion, because if you look at like streaming, everything on YouTube, like it's just a it's a constant uh, plethora of content. like it never stops, right? So, I mean, the fact that you can do a four. So Bryce mentioned, so Bryce you mentioned you do a four hour stream. How many clips is a four hour stream? That's that's a lot of clips. I mean, how many TikTok? Right. How many TikToks can you make out of a four hour stream if you're playing Warzone or something like? You know what I'm saying? It's really incredible. So it's 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 basically the awareness of wow, I did a four hour stream, but that's just one piece. This can turn into forty five different pieces. Can yeah, you know, and then yeah. put put the writing and the copy behind it. Um, it's, yeah, it's, and that's what that's what we do with podcasts. You know, you know, creating creating clips from that. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. And something I did see uh, you talk a little bit about. Do you do highlights with your podcast or something like that, like clipping things? Can you talk about that a little bit? What do you mean? Like, did, like I just I, I came highlights. across something on Twitter. I seem like you like did a compilation of different pod, your different podcasts, and like made it into 
uh, some type of highlight podcast or something. Maybe I mean, I maybe I did. I mean, yeah, like if there's like a theme for you know an episode, and I you know it's it's not a traditional episode, like like a compilation of of conversations. Um, I've done that a couple of times. Um, so if you found one of those, you really did. Your, I guess you did do your homework. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not necessarily what I'm like talking about here though, but gotcha. you know, that's just like a different kind of a different format for an episode. Gotcha. Which is important, you know, to not only play with different formats for episodes, but you know, like, you know, regular one-on-one interview, uh, panel discussion, uh, a you know a compilation of previous conversations around a single theme um you know it's also important to experiment with different formats of content and constantly think of new forms of uh, new types of content because you know i think people can see like if you if you just you spend like and nobody should do this but if you were to spend an hour like scrolling through my linkedin or maybe like 10 minutes and just go back like you know, a year, I think that you would see, like, you start from the beginning. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, like, this is good. And, you know, I've, I've gotten to a point where, like, I think sometimes my content is, it's getting stale, like, I need to do something. I've been doing the same thing for, like, a long time. And so for the, (laughs) for Everyone else has been posting docs, but I'm going to post my first ever LinkedIn document. Um, I have a really awesome, badass one put together uh, for later today or tomorrow morning. Uh, and I'm excited to like experiment with that. And who knows, that could be like, that could really blow up and be my like new form of, you know, my preferred form of content for the next couple of weeks. Who knows? I think it's, uh, it's 15 things, you know, like going crazy while staying inside here's 15 things to do, uh, you know, while quarantined. And it's like, it's like actually like really good stuff. <laughs> so, so I think, you know, I, I try to try to do like unoriginal, you know, or, uh, not unoriginal, but original stuff, like non cliche, like stuff like, you know, read a book, you know, read a book is like one of them, but I, you know, I tried to avoid putting that. It's like number 13 or something, but yeah. No, I can't wait to see that. But yeah, try, trying diff, trying different things. Try, you know, always trying. Uh, you talked about kind of staying in a lane for too long. It gets kind of stale. Um, and and just continuing to to try different things, try to engage differently. I think that's I think that's important. Also, it's you know depending on your personality, it's kind of fun to try new stuff yeah. and not to do you know the same over and over. Yeah, and, and when things get stale, it's like. You know, I I like the the analogy you make of like you know you, when you stay in your lane too long. I'm listening to Tim Grover right now on an interview, and you know he trained Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan and you know the best you know, the best athletes out there, maybe Tom Brady too. I don't know. Um, and he was talking about how like you know one of the unifying qualities in all of these people is you know that great people that he's trained is that. You know, even, you know, if their shot's not falling, like, okay, well, well, what can I do? I can, you know, I can, I can still impact, like, there, there are ways to still impact the game. Like, all right, I can play really good defense still. Um, you know, this isn't working. Okay, well, what, 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 what can I do? You know, and so you should be able to switch up your style and take any lane, as the weekend would say. 
No, it makes sense. Uh, I got here's a question for you. What is what do you think the number one mistake is for those starting a podcast? Maybe they've done one or two episodes. What's like the number one mistake um, that you've seen? Mm, 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 mm. Could be a small detail. Big. Detail. I mean, yeah, something that I pick out is just people not being themselves. You know, it's. It's just not an authentic form. They're not expressing themselves authentically. Maybe they're trying to imitate the style of another podcast or another interviewer. And it just doesn't like, uh, it, it doesn't really work. Um, yeah, I think that's something I feel like I need, I should have a better answer to this. Sorry. I, 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 sorry. Number one is, um, and I'll add to that, I think a little bit longevity as well. Uh, you mentioned not being yourself. I think it, you know, when you're yourself, it creates this longer roadway for your runway for yourself because you are yourself versus if it's a caricature of yourself, I think that only has a certain lifespan. I think that only, yeah, I mean, I guess. you falter so, so, such as the nature of performance. You shouldn't have to, it shouldn't, you know, when you get on the mic, when you hit record, it shouldn't have to be a, a performance at all. Like you shouldn't have to turn on. Like if you're if you're being you, like you shouldn't have to turn on. Like it should just be there uh, already. Um, I mean, I'm unabashedly me, and I don't like like if you if you don't like me, I don't really care. <laughs> like. You know, no, just, and that's uh, and, and and so many people are like they refrain from saying things, even if it's their own channel, they refrain from saying things at risk of offending, and they uh, and and they're like they have to be so clean cut and perfect, and like you don't at all. And and that's again, that's the other thing because when you are yourself, you're more than you're not going to be even you know you're not going to be kind of. Uh, catering to anything you know, you're yourself so then people that don't align with you they're like okay i don't like them well great then they move on but then people that do connect with you they're going to connect on a higher level i think is kind of the way i see it because and it you know i would rather have 800 to connect that that closely versus 80,000 that are just like oh whatever you know we're connected or I'm following, but it's not a connection. I think following and connecting could be a two different mm -hmm. definitions. So, um, yeah, no, that, all that's really, all that's really interesting. So I'm trying to grab some questions, guys. Thanks for jumping in and, and asking some questions. Um, again, especially listen, especially in esports gaming space, uh, making content around that. Uh, I think it's, it's just, it's, it's absolutely vital to get out uh, you know, if, you, if you're a developer, what I've seen a lot, a lot of conversations, developing a game, right? Developing a game on the backside of that or while that's being developed is the the actual experience of the game and the actual community. If you have no community to try the game, who's going to play the game? Like, I know that sounds like very basic, but then how do you bridge that gap? Well, it's content. It's content about the game. So it's, this really does, it, in my opinion, it really does tie together and, and the developers that the, the publishers, developers understand that they create a community around it. Uh, you look at just all the communities across all different platforms. Uh, that's if you're as you're as tight as your community is. Uh, and some of and some of these gaming communities, you know, like like a Roblox or Minecraft. You know what you know what is about that? It's their community. 
that's why it's so tight knit. I mean, think of all the years and all the gameplay times, but it's because of the content that, that and on top of this, here's the other thing is that the users in these environments are creating their content, which is Roblox content, right. which is Minecraft content. So this goes like four, five, six, seven deeps layer deep on this stuff. When you're talking about, it gets me excited. I like esports and, and gaming because it's like you build the community, then the, the, the marketing for you. Exactly. It's like uh, it's like multi-level marketing <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> right. You know, and you, I think by definition it might be. Well, you know, not not in like the sen- not with like the negative yeah. connotations that no, come with it, it, but like it literally is yeah. multi-level. And I'm not a fan of any MLMs, but like yeah. it, it, I think I think that term is like fitting here. Yeah, it's I think it's effective. Well, you, you create the most successful games okay are the ones that create a platform for people to create like there's that two layers like they build the platform but then people that can build their own platforms that's roblox like that's literally mm. what roblox is mm. like, they create this world and then you create you're a, you're really a content creator you create inside the world so was war of warcraft it's, it's the same thing it's yeah it, a platform within a platform so that's what's most successful in this space so that's why i think content needs to have a bigger discussion because that's what it is, is content. So when you have that extra layer, I think it, it kind of changes your mindset. So, uh, yes, yeah, so let me grab some questions. Thanks for jumping in. Anders. Yeah. How you doing, man? Adam, Bryce, again, thanks for jumping in and asking about like streaming questions. Hopefully that helped on the streaming side. I, I, I think streaming is very, it is still underutilized, I think. Um, and, and I think streaming is, Again, on the back end of it, you have so many abilities to take that content and make it across different other platforms. Um, so hopefully that helped. Uh, Ulysses, how you doing? Greetings from Chile. Cool. Yeah, we got we got people all over the place. Yeah, uh, I, I was love that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to grab a question. Any other questions on this? Feel free to feel free to post. We'd love to a- answer some questions. Um, yeah, Adam was asking why only. Okay, someone was asking about. Only on LinkedIn. Yeah, it's, it's going to be across other platforms, and, and being and being okay with learning and being okay with new to a platform. I know it can be maybe daunting or challenging initially to try something new. I mean, that's with anything, but being able to put yourself out there and try something. I think also it's it's hard to make that new account with zero followers or zero subscribers. Yeah, sure, and yeah, you're going to encounter resistance, and that's what I. Their, their growing pains is is what they are. Uh, you know, I can think of several times like, you know, where you know that were kind of pivotal, pivotal, uh, you know, in my journey over the past few years that just felt like the world was ending, but it was really quite the opposite. The world, my world, was expanding. Yeah. What do you think about? We talked about this a little bit. What do you think about your content being your resume? Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, let me think. What What do I think about resumes first? Uh, yeah, I think build. I I always say build a life, not a resume. And so, I think content as a resume is essentially your life. As like like your life coming first, like you've built a life, and like that's your body of work. That, yeah, I think that. I think that works. Yeah. You're you're seeing that more. It's it's more of like showing and not telling, which I like. Right. 
The resume so, is is just telling people the the content is just is showing people. Exactly. There's still it, the shift is still very slow, but I had uh, Andrew LaRock on a couple months ago, and he's a very well known World of Warcraft player um, in one of the most successful guilds um, years ago, and he put on his resume. He was one of the first people that did this. He put on a very descriptive um, part of his gaming career. He put his gaming career in World of Warcraft on his resume, which was interesting. Uh, I think it was, and I, I may have, hopefully I get this right. I think Forbes reached out to him and they did an art, they did an article on like, why did you, they asked him, why did you put your gaming resume on your resume, like your gaming experience on your resume? So that was 2014. So this has been clashing for a while, but now it's obviously at, at, at a much higher scale. You're seeing a lot more people do this, but it is definitely a part of, of your resume. And there's platforms out there now that part of your profile is putting on your YouTube channel, your Twitch channel, like that's becoming your dynamic resume. resume. And again, not the greatest word, but your dynamic resume, uh, your content, like you said, is your is your life. You're saying this is who I am up front. This is, and, and you can, I think you can learn more about someone from their content than a piece of paper. Oh, duh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, wait a minute. So yeah. and then once you get that, it's like, oh, well, then that's why I need to make content. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And this has been shifting for a number of years, but that's just, it's just a really interesting conversation to have around that. So whether it's reputation yourself, reputation for the business, however you want to look at it, the content is more dynamic and it's more powerful than a resume or a piece of copy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, you know, even for job seekers, I think, you know, I think this applies to everyone I, that creating content is going to be beneficial. And, you know, because as you're creating content, you're going to be building your, you know, you're going to be building your network and, you know, the, the employer, you know, might even look at some of your content. Like, I mean, if I, I mean, in a, in a real alternate universe where I had to like apply for a job, I would just be like, I'd be the best applicant in the on the face of the goddamn planet. Like, <laughs> like with the body of work and the content that I have, uh, like it'd be like, yeah, man, <laughs> you know, you're in. But uh, yeah, like I don't, like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have to. I mean, I would think, you know, like, like it would, it would be silly for me to like turn in a a resume. Uh, like, you know, it, it's it's my body of work is like is is out there and visible for for all to see and I, I think that can be very beneficial for for job seekers to you know just create content gotcha Adam said even that. if it's just selfie videos I think those are really great right it shows courage to be able to do that it shows a lot of things yeah even the ones with it's funny even the especially the ones with the, the lighting's not great like all, all that makes it even more it makes it even more, better like it's Look, that's your lighting. You know, you don't need crazy stuff and, mm -hmm. and all that. Um, it's it's funny. Uh, Adam, so Adam says now is the best. Now is the time with most people cruising the internet to find more people with your content. Oh yeah, yeah. Which For is sure. a, which is I, a, I'm I'm yeah. eager to see like the implications of you know what happens to my my podcasts. Uh, you know, with people you know, just with, I think the, the amount of free time that people have, hey, there's a, there's a possibility the downloads could go down because like, 
people aren't com- i don't know it, it, do do people like to listen to it on their commute uh I, I, a lot of people do so who so i could see it swinging pretty dramatically in like both directions it'll be really telling but what it'll really tell me over the next few weeks is like okay <clears throat> i'm going to know in the next few weeks do people listen in their house or not because the because the routines have completely changed. Completely changed. It and that's gonna be where they're listening. If that, yeah, if they're listening. So that's really that's really interesting. Um Yeah, I'm I'm very curious. I I'm really curious to, to to see how, how things play out. Now, I don't have the numbers in front of me, I should, but obviously with, with people being more in tune with uh obviously sports being gone at this point, right? Um Esports, obviously, the live events aren't happening, but esports and gaming, or just streaming platforms like Twitch and YouTube, they're seeing you know a spike in numbers. Now, I don't mm-hmm. have the data. Now, something I saw, I think I saw it this morning. The data is actually not as high as I thought. I thought it would be actually even more explosive, but it's obviously growing month over month. Um, but I just wonder. You talk about you talk about uh, people's routines, how they change um, something. You know, watching. I mean, think about that. Like, it's just like. I mean, think about all the sports fans in the world, and it's just go, like literally. The, you know, like NBA suspended their season last like yeah. two two Wednesdays ago, like that Wednesday night, and then everything, all the dominoes fell the next day, You're and right. it was all gone. So it's like, what happens so now? You have all this attention that would have went there. Now, now, kind of, where does it go? I, I, I don't really have a question for you. But that's just kind of like an observation. That's where we are right. now. So I don't know if you had something to add to that or kind of what your thoughts are. Yeah, I don't know. I just think a lot of I think a lot of companies are going to need to become entertainment companies over uh, media companies over the next few mm-hmm. months, especially if they don't have any revenue coming in. Like a lot, I, and and you know I'm biased obviously because I have a company that produces podcasts, but uh, a lot of these brands and and companies are going to I think be really beneficial for them to have a podcast. But like a tv channel like where you're literally making money off of obviously advertisements like you like like true tv like they like they that's their income they sell ad slots and so it's like the same thing for a podcast like like i think every company is going it's going to be super beneficial for them to like implement like to own essentially a channel on on television but uh, this is much cooler of course you know because it's a podcast Right. And real estate, it's virtual real estate, sort of. That's a little bit where I initially go with it. Where, where do you get, where do you get virtual real estate from? Well, just, well, it's, yeah, it's probably not the best word. Um, But I just, but you're, but you are, you are bidding up, you're bidding on areas of engagement. Um. Oh, I get it now. Oh, I get it. It is like virtual. Yeah. 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 I was like, sorry. <laughs> I was like the real estate industry. I was like, what? <laughs> sorry. It's my bad. No, it's all good. So, but this is kind of, that's how I look at it. And then now it's like the virtual real estate neighborhood. Now it's in high demand, like the demand right. is sky high now. And obviously markets are supply demand. So they are now more valuable. Mm-hmm. If you have the engagement and things like that, I mean, it just—it was just overnight. That's what happened, and then you—and then you go back to traditional sports have switched over to streaming. Uh, you had you had an F one event for those that watch F one uh, Formula One racing. 
last weekend, they had the number one Twitch stream on all of Twitch. It was incredible. They, I think they hit like a hundred over a hundred thousand viewers. Uh, uh, so top, top viewers. So I was wondering, are they still doing, are they still doing racing? Yeah, it's blowing up, man. Like, so NASCAR, what about NASCAR? yeah, yeah they, they, they just, they partnered with iRacing yesterday and they had like Dale Earnhardt Jr. commentating. They had Jeff Gordon commentating, but it, they're not doing the actual races. They're doing it over video games. Correct. Simulation. Exactly. I don't understand so why they can't, it's the non-contact sport. I don't understand. Why can't they? So, yeah. So it's, Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, I see. What you're I get it. It's yeah. like pick. Yeah. I don't know. It's the yeah. gathering, yeah. But it's but see, that's what's. But, but I'm just that's our. That's look. That's my world slash everybody kind of watching their world, right? Everyone's world is changing, um, and, and and unfortunately, some for the good, some for the bad. There's just man, there's just so much going on right now, and it's all and it's all the other thing too is like it's all happened so fast. Like it happened within 48 hours, and then now kind of did, yeah. It was, dude, it was literally Monday, March 9th. I was talking with Ryan Serhant of Million Dollar Listing, and we were talking, and we were like, yeah. I was like, I said, oh, I think the panic is the virus. And he's like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, it, it is. I agree. <laughs> That's not, and then yeah. two days later, that did not age well at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and we've never, we talked about this before we jumped on here. We've never seen something like this. Whether from you know I guess the medical side, whether that's the right term, or the financial side, which you know uh, you got you've got a good grip on the financial side. We talked about this before I jumped on here. We can talk about that for a long, long time uh, and the implications of what's going on uh, with Federal Reserve and things like that, how it's going to affect businesses. And um, it's I don't have the answers. No one has the answers like how this is going to turn. No. But the only thing I know is whatever you're doing to tie this together, whatever you're doing, you better have content out there. I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, like you said, now more than ever, you, have, you are a media channel and you have all the abilities and all the platforms and the voice to be a media channel. And that that's in the ones that, I know this sounds basic, but the, one, the, the ones that figure that out, whatever type of organization or company or individual you are, those that figure that out will get out of this recession. Sure. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately though, that strategy that I'm talking about being a media channel, I think that's more for brands and people with built-in audiences. Okay. Sure. That's Ministry. In, in established businesses. Now, what's the strategy though for, you know, individuals that don't have that? Well, I think the strategy then is to, and, and maybe it still involves a podcast, you know, where you're interviewing your ideal clients and, you know, you're building relationships with them and you have an ROI positive product or service, something that, you know, maybe you have, and like, what would be amazing. I was thinking about it last night. Like, you know, I have this stuff loosely, but like, if I, if I had data, like lit, literal research that, that had said like, okay, 83% of my clients make this much money so many like like everyone would do that everyone would sign up so i so the way to get through the upcoming market conditions is going to be having this an roi positive product or service because people are they don't they they don't have money to f around with now like they the it's getting the budgets are getting tighter and you're gonna have to prove that you're roi positive your product or service is roi positive more and more with each passing day. So that's going to be the way. And then 
the next step as far as an operational as a business. Because uh, again, I work I work mainly with early stage early stage startups, which makes it even more difficult. But getting to profitability, it is a, it is a race to profitability right now. That's all I got to say about that. It, the days of you know losing insane amounts of money <laughs> every quarter, like the, that, those days are over. Like, and I'm not trying to be like a catastrophic guy, but like that can't continue in this type of environment that's sustained. If it sustains like this, you can't continue that. You can continue that in a 20-year run-up, bull market, VC money propping, all that. that. That's a financial arbitrage. That's what's happened the last two decades. Right. At this point, then it becomes pro- profitability. It's the race of profitability because in the end, in this environment, if you don't make money as a business, you lose. Like, I don't know how else to say that. Like in this environment, in the other environment, no, you're right. It gets propped up. Everything propped up. It's all about numbers, all about valuation. Just keep prop, 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 flip, mm-hmm. flip, flip all the way up. And profitability is like whatever. It's growth. It's hyper growth. It's a new frontier. That's that's yeah, what happens. These cycles. It's just cycles. Cycles happen all over history. Look, past hundred years. Mm-hmm. So we are in a different. Again, the black, a black swan event that has pushed us here. It's a, obviously an unfortunate situation, but you have to look at it as it is. And this is where we are. So in my opinion, race to profitability. Yeah, man. So um, I want to grab another question. So if you have a thing, I got one up here, but we're probably going to wrap things up. But real quick, Jordan, how can the, everybody get connected with you? And can you tell me a little bit more about the podcast? Sure, man. Yeah. People can find everything. JordanParis.com if they're really curious. You know, the podcast will be there. and You know, social handles will be at the bottom. But uh, I have fun, you know. So if you want to learn from people like Mark Manson and uh, Grant Cardone and uh, Dean Graziosi and and uh, here I am name dropping. So sorry, bad habit. If you want to learn from people like that, check out Growth Mindset University. It'll be it's, it's a lot of fun. I run a I run a good show, so. No, it's fine. I listen to it. It's really cool. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I appreciate putting that stuff. Wh- which do you, which episode do you remember? Uh, I listened to man. I just listened to the last one. I'm trying to think. Um, Mark Metry. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my buddy. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one to listen to. I like that. Mark is crushing. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's awesome, man. He's, and his book just came out and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really really cool. Yeah, I appreciate you doing all that. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Well, hey guys, we're gonna we're gonna call it a session. Uh, Jordan, I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, always, as always, feel free to reach out. Um, you know, best way to reach out to me personally, obviously LinkedIn. Jordan, probably the same. Uh, we talked kind of talked about that. Um, love connecting. Right now, I think you know, obviously, we're in a situation where it is about relationships. It's about working together. It's about partnering with one another strategically. Um, that's how I think a lot of companies, startups, whether again, whether a startup or uh, company's been around for a long time. It's going to be about pivoting hard um, and being able to partner with like-minded individuals. So, um, you know, I, I, on one hand, it's tough to see what we're going through. On the other hand, there is there is positive positivity uh, in the space, right? And just in general, right now in business, because uh, there's a lot of opportunity. Um, so it is about you know, just continuing to try to innovate. There is a lot of opportunity if you're ROI positive in your offerings, like bigger than ever, I think. If you yeah if you if you're if you're boasting an ROI positive product or service, I think that this is the opportunity of a lifetime. Well, Jordan, I appreciate you, man. Thank you all very much for tuning in, and uh, we'll have this replayed on YouTube if you want to check it out. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. All right, all right. See you guys.
never know when hey guys hope you enjoyed the episode just want to thank everyone who has done a five-star rating or review if you enjoy the content this is a way to get the word out about the level up experience and i really do appreciate it a couple things if you want to get connected uh, outside of the podcast um, we do a live stream on youtube and linkedin so just search level up experience on youtube uh, to be a part of the live stream there we also do linkedin live as mentioned search my name chris reed c-r-i-s-r-e-e-d to get notifications on either platform thank you all for all the support and we'll see you on the next episode